What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Better at 70 podcast. I am your host, Jose, and today we'll be talking about the three pillars. I know I kind of talked about it the last episode, but didn't really go into depth about it. So that's what we're going to be doing today. But before we get started, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. The response I got from the last episode was amazing. And so I just want to stop and thank you for taking time out of your day and listening. So with that being said, let me name what the three pillars are. So if you missed it the last episode, I'm going to state it now. The three pillars are physical, mental, and spiritual health. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about physical health, mental health, and spiritual health today. So you're probably thinking, why the three pillars? Why did I name it that? And and to be honest, this is, this is what I think. This is what I believe. I believe that these three subject matters help sustain you as a person, drive you to success, and allow you to be the person God has created you to be. So I heard this one phrase years ago that we were born to lose, but we are built to win. I heard this one phrase years ago that we were born to lose, but we are built to win. See, I'm, I'm a big believer that sometimes we were born to lose because we were born into sin, right? But we are built to win because we allow ourselves to be molded and shaped. See, we were born to lose because we were born into sin, but we are built to win because we allow ourselves to be molded and shaped. And so like these are the three areas that I believe in which you can be molded and shaped as a person. And that's the reason why I want to talk about physical, mental, and spiritual health. See, I believe in like today's society, we tend to focus on one or the other, but sometimes we just tend to ignore that sometimes these things, they actually go hand in hand. See, we, we sometimes put too much concern on physical health or we put too much concern on our spiritual health. Sometimes we only put a little focus on our mental health, but all three, they, they pretty much go hand in hand and they're very, very important for what you're trying to do in your life. So here's what I'm going to do. Okay. So I'm going to take each one and break them down from why they are important and why you need to make some adjustments in your life. Because I believe that some of you guys are probably listening to this and you probably haven't put all focus on these three things. You probably put more focus on one or the other. But like I said, all three of these things go hand in hand. So I'm going to break each down, break each one of them down and kind of just talk about why they're important. So let's start off with physical health. And this kind of can be broken down into many areas like physical activity, you know, what you eat, like your weight and eating management, like all these things. So let's start with like a cool little fact uh, from the CDC. All right. So physical activity benefits include improved thinking or cognition for children six to 13 years of age and reduce short-term feelings of anxiety for adults. Regular physical activity can help keep your thinking, learning, and judgment skills sharp as you age. It can also reduce your risk of depression and anxiety and help you sleep better. So I think this is like great because I believe that these, when you're doing physical activity, it's going to improve your quality of life. And that's kind of what it's talking about right here. See, you ever heard the saying, show me what you do and I'll show you what you'll become? Or how about this one? You are what you eat. See, I believe these phrases are true to the sense that how you allow yourself to function, what you allow yourself to intake is what eventually you will become or allow yourself to mold and turn into. See, these things, these phrases is pretty much like how you allow yourself to function. So then, and this is the key, what you allow yourself to intake is what eventually you will become or allow yourself to mold and turn into. Number one, I create a routine. So my routine is this, me and my wife, we get up at 5.30 in the morning, we go straight to the gym, 
Well, we, we changed first, obviously, but we head to the gym, try to be there by six o'clock in the morning, Monday through Thursday. Like this is our routine. This is how we get started. This is just what we try to do in order to create a routine in our lives. So that way the rest of our day can look exactly the same. So you have to create a routine in order to stay physically healthy. And I believe the second thing you have to do is you have to find accountability. So obviously my accountability partner for this routine is my wife because we do it together. But some of you guys, you need to find an accountability partner. You need to find somebody who's going to keep you accountable on what you eat, making sure you actually go to the gym. I believe there's a lot of us who ha- we have these goals that we want to change. We want to do and start all these new things. And we tell people, but we don't tell people to keep us accountable. It's like, hey, I want to start going to the gym again. Or, hey, I believe that I, I want to change like the way I eat and the things that I do. I want to create a routine. However, we put these ideas into play but we don't actually put the actions into play because we don't have anyone keeping us accountable in order to keep them into play does that make sense i'm sure it does because in order for you to like get somewhere and kind of what i talked about uh this last episode is that in order for you to take you know create routines you got to take steps and one of those steps is having someone keeping you accountable in order to achieve these these things see remember physical health is important because it also affects your mental state, kind of just like what we talked about, like uh, in that statement before from the CDC. See, being physically active can help you combat depression and anxiety. I believe the biggest struggle in today's world is that of mental health. And I kind of just want to hone in on this a little bit because I believe mental health is a huge, huge thing. See, having mental stability and endurance in today's society is the biggest battle that many of us face today why because there's so many things going on we have the news we have social media we have relationships we have jobs we have families like all these things affect our entire mental state see mental health is important because it includes our emotional psychological and social well-being it affects how we think feel and act it also helps determine how we handle stress relate to others and make choices Mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. I believe this, who we are and what we become is affected by our mental health. Let me say that again. Who we are and what we become is affected by our mental health. See, in the world of mental health, I believe the biggest things we struggle with is depression and anxiety. So let me talk a little bit about depression and anxiety and what that looks like. See, depression is a mood or emotional state that is marked by feelings of low self-worth or guilt and a reduced ability to enjoy life. And this is what anxiety is. The American Psychological Association, the APA, defines anxiety as an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worry, thoughts, and physical change. And I really want to focus in on that part where it says the worry thoughts because I believe that worry thoughts are, uh, are a big part because, at least in my own life, this is what has affected my mental state the most is is those worry thoughts and sometimes i like to categorize worry thoughts um from a place which i like to call the unknown the unknown equals all unanswered questions i think that's where our worry thoughts come from i believe that the reason why we deal so much with anxiety which can turn into depression is because we have these these unanswered questions which turn into like heavily worried thoughts see in my life i i've had to deal with a lot of the unknown, unanswered questions, and I've been able to fight through it. But for the last two years, it was a big struggle. I had so many unanswered questions, and those unanswered questions caused it caused anxiety, 
it caused stressors, it caused frustration, and eventually, because I never handled it, it turned into depression. Now, it wasn't heavy depression. I know some of you who may be listening, you may be struggling with that right now at this moment, but I believe it's because it, it pretty much tracks back to our worried thoughts. We have unanswered questions that we want answers to, and we're just, we're not receiving them. And I think that we have to be able to kind of just fight this struggle. I believe that the unknown, as I like to say, is really like the biggest battlefield that we face. I think this is the biggest battlefield that we face. Why? Because we're trying to combat our mental stability and try our best to be mentally healthy. Mental stability and endurance are very, very important. And so it's kind of like, how do, how do we combat this? How did I combat this? And I think the first thing that I did, at least, and maybe you're going to apply this in your life, is you talk to someone. This is huge. You have to be able to talk someone about your worried thoughts, whether that's, you know, your spouse, whether that's your best friend, your accountability partner, whether that's a pastor, whether that's even a counselor, a, a psychologist, you need to talk to someone through these thoughts, through this anxiety that you have building up. Because if you don't talk through it, I believe it's going to affect you even worse. And it's going to get to the point where you keep it all bottled in to the day that you explode. Like you're going to lash out at somebody or you're just going to get into a depressive state. All these things can be affected because we're not allowing ourselves to work through our anxiety. Anxiety is a huge, huge factor, especially in today's society with so many things that are going on, especially within the last year. So much anxiety has built up because of the unanswered questions. And I believe the second thing we can do in order to help combat, you know, our mental stability and stay mentally healthy is we create healthy routines. Now, I know this is the second time I talk about making routines because I believe that routines are the things that help you take steps forward, not backwards. Creating routines help you continue to move forward, continue to to actually fight the fight and continue to go to where you're trying to get to. So that's why I said create healthy routines. Those healthy routines for me are the gym. I actually use the gym as a healthy routine in my life to help combat my anxiety, to help combat you know depressive states, to help combat stressors and frustrations. That's why I go to the gym. That's why I allow myself to rest, relax. That's why sometimes I have to turn off my phone there's certain things that you need to create healthy routines in your life in order for you to step away and move forward into overcoming the unknown place, as I like to call it. Like you have to be able to talk to someone and you have to be able to create healthy routines. And I believe that, that this is where, you know, uh, spiritual health comes into play. Spiritual health is a huge part of my life. And, and I want to encourage you. I, I hope that spiritual health can be a part of of your life because it's it's very important see spiritual health acknowledges our search for deeper meaning in life see when we're spiritually healthy we feel more connected to not only a higher power but to those around us we have more clarity when it comes to making everyday choices and our actions become more consistent with our beliefs and values see this statement is so true because i, I believe like for me the reason why i'm able to stay consistent physically mentally um, and, and really spiritually is because of my connection with 
God. So I believe that my pursuit of Jesus has created the ability to make smarter everyday choices. Um, my pursuit of Jesus allows me to have actions to be effective towards creating healthy culture and influence. And most importantly, I have been able to connect with more people and help them in their life journey. So that's that's why I believe that spiritual health is so important. See, I know, you know, you're probably listening to this and your spiritual health looks different from mine and everyone looks different from uh, everyone's. But for me, I've, I've seen it, at least in my life, I my life has completely transformed because pretty much like for the good, because I have the, I have put the importance of my spiritual health to come first. So like for you, maybe you're listening to this and maybe you don't believe in God. Maybe, you know, you just you're trying to see what that even looks like. And sometimes even meditating can help with that. Just meditating and allowing yourself to try to connect to a higher power if that's if that's your belief. Um, obviously, mine is God. I believe in Jesus. I believe that that is the true higher power and that's who I connect to. But whatever you see as, as for you, who you connect to, it's going to allow you to be able to like really connect not only to like, a, a bigger purpose or something, uh, a, a bigger feeling, but it's going to allow you to connect to more people. See, because I choose to follow Jesus, everything falls in line after that. So like, because I follow Jesus, so I put my spiritual health first, then everything else follows that. My mental health follows after that. And then my physical health falls after that because I understand that my relationship with Jesus has allowed me to pursue something greater than myself it allows me to work in myself to be able to work with others see our, our the mission the mission statement at our church is what i love it's we move towards christ community and calling and i think that this is such a pivotal phrase because it's literally a domino effect see when i move towards christ then i will have the ability to get closer to others and not feel alone and in that i'm able to fully walk towards what i was created to do and be so that's why I think it's super key. See, I believe that when we allow ourselves to connect to our spiritual health and put that in the front, in the front of our mind, in the focus of our mind, the number one thing that we're doing, that our mental health can follow that and then our physical health can follow after that. And then we'll be able to affect those who are around us and help them, you know, kind of just reach wherever they're trying to get to in life. So for me, you know, when I went, when, like I said, when I moved towards Christ, then I have the ability to get closer to others, not feel alone. And then I'm able to fully walk towards what I was created to do and be. So for me, like I said, it's Jesus that allows me to be able to handle the stresses of life, to combat my anxiety, to continue to stay physically active because there is a bigger purpose to why we are here. That's, that's what I believe. Let me say that again. For me, it's Jesus that allows me to be able to handle the stressors of life, to combat anxiety, to continue to stay physically active because there's a bigger purpose to why are we here. So all those things, they fall in line after each other. They all are very, very important. They go hand in hand. They're all intertwined. They're all interconnected. And so like, let's talk about some practical ways to stay healthy. Number one, you got to make time. You got to make time to stay spiritually healthy. So for me, I've allowed time in my in my daily schedule, in my routine to actually spend time in connecting with God. So every single morning I go to the gym. Right after the gym is when I have my devotional time with God. And in that I'm reading scripture. I'm praying to God. I am worshiping Jesus. I'm not really sure what that looks like for you. But you have to be able to make time. And I would say the best time is doing it in the morning. 
by the time I know a lot of people who try to do it at night time and they're very unsuccessful because by the end of the day, you're already tired. You're already exhausted. There's no room for that. So if you're allowing yourself to make that time in the morning, that's the best thing you can do. Every Sunday morning, I wake up. The first thing I do is I get on my knees and I pray to God for the opportunity and the ability to do what I do uh, as, as not just my job, but as a, what I get to do for life and what I was created to do. So there's things that I make time in order for me to connect with God so that I can be spiritually healthy. The second thing, which I think is very, very important, is you find community. Now, hear what I just said. You have to find community. You don't just wait community to come to you. That doesn't. That's not how it works. What you seek is what you will find. So if you're seeking community, you're going to find community. But if you're not seeking community, you're not going to find community. That's just the way that it works. That goes hand in hand with finding accountability. That goes hand in hand when helping someone uh, help you with whatever you're trying to accomplish. All this stuff is found in community. You want to be spiritually healthy? Well, you need to find and make time to be spiritually healthy. You want to be mentally healthy? Well, you need to find people to help you stay mentally healthy. You want to get physically healthy? You might need to find a trainer or find someone to keep you accountable to actually go to the gym and eat right. So it's all about finding community, finding things, making time in order for you to create these routines and be able to get to where you're trying to get you. So let's let's kind of just do a, a real re, a recap. Let's review again on the practical ways to stay physically, mentally, and spiritually healthy. So the first, physical healthy. We have to create a routine and find accountability. Mentally healthy. We have to talk to someone and create healthy routines. Spiritual healthy. We have to make time and find community. Let's go over that again. So in order for you to stay physically healthy, you have to create a routine and find accountability. In order for you to stay mentally healthy, you have to talk to someone and create healthy routines. And for you to stay, to stay spiritually healthy, you have to make time and find community. See, I believe that many of you start to put emphasis in your life to focus on these three pillars, you know, physical health, mental health, spiritual health, then you'll be able to stand tall. You'll be able to be more effective and truly be the person you were created to be. And that's pretty much it. I believe that if you put the focus on these three things, you start to prioritize your life and you start to put things into place. I believe that you're going to be the person you were created to be. So with that being said, I'm ending. This is the Better S70 podcast. Thanks for listening and catch you guys next time. Mm-hmm.